your favorite fat boys. What's up, everybody? Fat Fat Boy Jerron. Stefan, a.k.a. Mayhem, a.k.a. the King of Universe 616, a.k.a. Mr. Gritty Reboot. <laughs> Gritty Reboot? <laughs> Mr. Gritty Reboot. Uh, I think you got, you got a Sean Phillips with a certain show, don't you? You know I do. <laughs> oh, boy. We're about to get into it today. So, welcome, everybody, back to your favorite Fat Boys podcast. And we are at Hero Talk number... This might be eleven, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I think you're right about that one. Here we're yeah, talking. yeah. This is yeah. This is number eleven. Yeah, let's give it up one time. Time for heroes. <laughs> Hero time eleven. So this this is our our section of the podcast where we talk about uh, anything related to nerd news, geek news, comic news, movie news, TV news, shows you like to watch, and so so on and so forth. So. Uh, it's been a minute since we've done one of these. Yeah, I think the last time we talked about. Anything movie related was we saw the Eternals. The Eternals, the last yeah, one. the last one we talked about it like Shang Chi, Black Widow, and the yeah. Eternals. Yeah, and so quite a few things have come out since then. Yep, we we saw Far From Home, Spider Man. Yeah. We saw the Batman. Yep, uh, we watched Peacemaker. Yeah, Hawkeye, and Moon Knight we, is currently airing. Yeah, we got was two episodes in there. Yeah, two, yeah, episodes. two episodes in. And you know, we got a couple of shows coming. You know, they've been kind of just trickled in and. Thrown out there in the middle of the year, or yeah. not in the middle of the year, but just at the beginning of the year, uh, new shows were thrown out there that you know we want to talk about as well. So let's get straight into it with Spider Man Far From Home. Woo! <laughs> I think that's about that about sums up that movie for me. Woo! <laughs> I have been I have been waiting what two years for this movie? Well, it's ever since what was the, what was the last one? Wait, was Far From Home? No, not Far From Home. No. What's the second one called? No, that, that's far from home. You're thinking of uh, woo, what's so it was homecoming, far from home, far from home, and is it no way home. Yeah, no yeah, way home. No way home is the is the latest one. Okay, yeah. So no way home, Spider Man, no way home. Woo. Yeah, I've been waiting so long for this one because I one I didn't want to get sick and pff, out of here. And I couldn't see it because I really was really like these Spider Man movies, but also to that that there was talk of well, Marvel wants only a split. And then Mo and someone's gonna do their own thing with Tom um, Holliston. So Holland. that hmm? Tom Holland. Oh Holland. I'm number Tom, sorry. And it was just like, well, what's going on? Right. They finally got it back together. They saw filming, then the pandemic hit, and they were able to finish, and then we had this this great movie, and it was worth everything. Everything. Right. People were screaming about, you know, the MCU being dead after Avengers Endgame, and you know, Black Widow didn't do great. And Eternals did okay. Shang Chi did better, but you know people were saying you know they, MCU's done. They got nothing else that they could throw at us. But you know after Loki showed us that the multiverse is going to be a big deal, and then No Way Home just came out the gate swinging with that movie. That movie was fucking excellent. Yeah, uh, it was fanfare all over the place. You smile from beginning to end. I, I couldn't ask for a better movie. I've only seen it once. I'm gonna watch it again real, real soon. But I, I'm satisfied with what I saw. That I didn't even really see it again, like really quickly. It's just a really, really good movie. 
the cameos were excellent. You had uh, Daredevil in there. Uh, you had was it Charlie Cox. Yeah, his Matt Murdock his from Matt the Netflix Mar- series. So they integrated to the, to the MCU now. We're going to see more of them. We saw Tobey Maguire come back. We saw Andrew Garfield come back. We saw... Plus they cast the villains in Dr. Octopus and the Green Goblin. Jimmy Foxx, the Electro. Electro. A better Electro. Yeah, yeah. Much better <laughs> than his amazing Spider-Man counterpart. Right. We saw the Sandman and the Lizard. Lizard. So damn near almost a, a Sinister Six. Yeah, yeah. One short of a Sinister Six. Right. And I, and, I, and they, I don't really feel like they needed to go... To get an extra villain, I think they were talks having a third one in there. I mean, I mean, a sixth villain. They were talks, but they decided to pull that back because it was like they had enough. Yeah, you had so much going on. But is that you kind of like what I, I want? I kind of want to know who they thought about bringing in, but they won't. They won't say that much. Right. I mean, because of the fact that you know they already had way too many villains that they even. The lizard pretty much got sidelined. I mean, that that would be my only complaint <laughs> is that the lizard got sidelined. Yeah, the I feel like the lizard and the same and both got kind of like. Sideline, they you know they they were there. They served a the purpose, but it was like yeah. I mean, but the Sandman at least got to do something. The Liz got captured off screen. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, and, and and it's a very minor complaint. Yeah. Said so, and also you know cameo by Doctor Strange. He played a big role in that. So yeah, it was through and through. It was a great movie. Yeah, because I, I one one of my complaints about the Marvel movies is that when they do solo adventures, they don't bring enough characters in some of these other movies. And I get it. Is you know, I mean, it's the solo movie. Yeah, I, but you know, I, I get that. Like you know, for Captain America, you you brought you brought in Falcon. You know, and you brought in Sharon Carter, but it's like you know, it's like what what someone else is doing. Like what like you can't bring Rhodey in. Like what's he doing? Like. I mean, he works for the U.S. government, so yeah, they they, they got missions. They got they got other lives. They can't just be at every event, right? True, but it's like when you want to see him more because like it's same way that uh you want to see I just want to see more the characters involved and more the stories, even if it's just a cameo. Because in Shane Chi, you saw Wong Wong in uh, Abomination, and we still don't know how the hell Abomination got into that story. Because I seen that it was an article I seen that they thought about actually have Deadpool and Proximity Midnight. Fighting, yeah, but it's like how do you kind of make that fit? Yeah, it didn't make any sense, right? But yeah. I mean, they, they they weren't even really really thinking that that was just from the art. The the illustrator just did that for that scene. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, they weren't really thinking of bringing them in, but the illustrator just drew Deadpool there. It's like, so not cool would that be? Right. Essentially, that's what that was. Right. So then it was Spider Man Far From uh, No Way Home. No Way Home. We are left with the world not knowing who Peter Parker is. Then like his friends don't know who he is. His um, aunt May has, has died, and yeah. he's pretty much starting from scratch. Yeah, they took Spider Man back to square one, which 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 is a reoccurring theme in the comics for him. Yeah, and, then, and this also addresses the, a lot of the complaints that people were having that Spider Man, you know, at least in the MCU, the basis of all his villains were based off of Iron Man. Yeah, so this strips all of that away. Yeah, so it takes away that, and then he he's starting on his own. He even went, even went back to his original suit, his original original suit. Yeah. So and he's starting back from square one, and we'll see what that takes him. I think they're going to try to do like another another trilogy. Yeah, because beforehand Tom Holland was saying that you know he wouldn't didn't know whether or not he would do it, but after this one, he's like, yeah, he's game. Yeah, I mean, he's he said um you know he he felt he's done the character justice. He has not, he, he gave everything he got. Now if something I don't know something Marvel came back and said here's two more zeros at the end of your check, and he said okay. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the, the, the trilogy. And he also is going to appear in another movie. So where he pops up at is still going to, it's still up in the air. Right. So. But yeah, I mean, 
this movie did Spider-Man justice, did the MCU justice going forward with their new initiative with bringing in the multiverse in a big way. So it did all that. And now we got... Now the strange coming up in May, which yeah, is multiverse of madness. We lost we were that's thirty days away, right? Yeah. That come on May sixth. So yeah, that's called a witch in there. And we hoping, we think that this is gonna be Professor Xavier's in there. Yeah, he Patrick Stewart is in there. Yeah. Oh, he did confirm that, right? Yeah, it has been confirmed that that was his voice that you hear in the trend. And that was the back of his bald ass head. <laughs> right. So he's in there, so we don't know what this how that's gonna play into it. And we finally, finally Finally, finally get to see the estimate after being purchased, what, three years ago now? Yeah, I mean, they they had to figure out a way to bring them in, and they're doing just that. So we're probably going to be seeing the X-Men coming up soon. Yeah, real, you know, probably the next, I would say maybe like two years. Yeah, probably within the next two. So you're going to be seeing the Fantastic Four and the X-Men get introduced in a big way. Yeah. Because just seeing him there is like, is this is this the Illuminati from the comics? Right, which I'm assuming that that's what, it, what it'll end up being. But also, Marvel likes to pull. There's a little twist here and there, so yeah. But I'm I'm thinking it's gonna be their MCU version of the of the, of the Illuminati, and then also till you got the Doctor the Evil Doctor Strange from the What If yeah, series. Yeah, the What If series. And so they're they're making a point to tie all of this in and say everything is still a part interconnected. And then Scarlet Witch is going off. I, like you don't really know that like, you don't know what she's gonna play. It's gonna be the good guy, the bad guy in this, but. Right, or then, I guess an accomplice of some sort of yeah, and, and they're using this as a, a jump off point for another one of their you know newer heroes that they came in America Chavez diversity. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's always a good thing. Yeah, so they, yeah, they bring her in, which is um, exciting, and the movie really the trailers look excellent. Oh yeah, awesome, awesome. Because I think um, even without the strange, I think I always felt like they had like some of the strongest CGI out of some of the best out of all the films. Yeah, because a whole lot, a whole lot be going on. Doctor Strange, even in even with uh, yeah, Far, I mean, uh, No so, Way Home. Yeah, with the exception of the Avengers movies, Doctor Strange has had some of the best ones. Yeah, some of the best CGI. Yeah. So looking forward to that coming out next month. And what else? Oh, when we saw the Batman that came out back in March. Yeah, late March. Yeah, so last month. Yeah. So, what you think of it? I thought it was a decent enough movie. Mm-hmm. It was. Too long for my taste. What was it? it was almost three hours. Yeah, almost three hours. That's why I fell asleep for the first fifteen minutes. <laughs> you did. You did. I had to get myself ready for that back end. <laughs> so I mean, Robert Pattinson was not a bad Batman in, in in any way you shake it. He was a decent enough Batman. They definitely played hard into the a horror aspect with mm-hmm. how the Riddler was operating, but it it wasn't a bad movie. And so I, I would say that. I didn't hate myself for watching it like I've done for many a DCWB movie. <laughs> yeah, I like I liked it. Uh, I liked the premise they had with the Riddler. I liked the fact they brought in Zoe Kravitz for Catwoman. I do wish that Batman was a better detective than he was in that movie. Because just like silly mistakes that he made mm-hmm. and then and a lot of things that, you know, because again, I, I love the director, Matt Reeves, but the story kind of glossed over like that chase with the penguin where probably like a hundred people died on that highway and they just ignore it after it happened. Yeah, like, you know, ba- Batman, he's not, he's not careless. Right. He's not careless, but some, I understand this is like his second, thir- his second, his second year as Batman. So it's going to be some mistakes he makes. Well, I but a hundred people dead mistake. 
That ain't a mistake. That's Lock him up. Lock him up. <laughs> he said he, he was and he was directly involved in that. He killed the whole highway. Lock him up. <laughs> him I don't care how. Yeah. I don't care. We look. We get we get Superman find Loretta. <laughs> him and him and Penguin were directly involved in the destruction and death of probably a hundred people on that highway and got lock him up. He killed too many people on the highway. And you know, also again, I wish that he was a better detective because it was mostly kind of the Riddler just leading the entire thing, yeah. the entire movie. I w- I wanted him to be a better detective. If you're going to show him being a detective, make him a damn good one. But then again, I understand it's his second year, but come on, yeah, and. Yeah, I like that. I like the. Old, I like the characters. I think Andy Circus playing Alfred. It, it, I, I expected a little more. Yeah, he didn't really add anything. No, and because like hey, Jeremy Irons, he did more. He did more as Alfred. Yeah, in the two movies he was in, versus what you know, and I, I first two movies versus one. I, it's probably not a fair call, but Andy Circus didn't really add anything to the to the role. And another problem that I had, and I guess it's the art direction, was the movie was so fucking dark. Very dark. Yeah, just for doing, for no reason. I understand that Gotham City is gloomy, but come on, I'm I'm pretty sure somebody got a light somewhere. Oh, y'all got no, y'all got the same days day in Gotham. None. And the forecast so, just dark. Not only was the movie dark, but Batman's, you know, Robert Pattinson, his Bruce Wayne was also gloomy as well. Very but, emo. Yeah, I hated his hair. Yeah, but uh, again, it wasn't a bad movie. Another shit. I thought it was an okay movie, but you know, he didn't look like a he didn't like he did not look like a billionaire. Yeah, no, he looked like he just got off stage with Fallout Boy. Very much so. <laughs> Very much so. So yeah, I mean, there was some aesthetic aspects, but I, I mean, I did like how the bat suit looked, and it definitely looked far more functional than it has in past movies. And his fighting was more visible. Yeah. Like when you look at Christian Bell's Batman, it was like, how are you fighting, and you're just doing like right one moves. two punch in from a blow. So. But yeah, he, you know, he he like he, he enjoyed that. He trained for it, and you know, he he beating people up, right? Definitely beating people up, and they left a lot, like little clues here and there, little Easter eggs. Like we don't, there's a scene like towards the end where he possibly injected venom into yeah. uh, into himself, which we all know is connected to Bane. So I don't, I hope they don't do another Bane. I mean, it, I, I honestly, me personally, I want to see him do somebody like Mister Freeze, or. But I mean, the problem with. Certain aspects of his role gallery, when you like with this movie, that that gritty reboot, you want it more realistic. Mr. Freeze doesn't work in a realistic setting. Make it work. (laughs) Make it work. It's hard to make Mr. Freeze work in a realistic setting. True, but I I bet you they they would find a way to do Poison Ivy. As outlandish as she is, those two girls are very very outlandish in a a gritty, in a realistic world setting. That's why they don't do it, you know. The poison ivies and the Mister Freeze, because when you do that that gritty realism, you can't have somebody who controls plants and controls people with pheromones, because you know humans can't really fucking detect pheromones, <laughs> and you can't have somebody who has a device that can instantly freeze people, because that's not how physics works. <laughs> oh fuck all that! <laughs> <laughs> so you can't you can't have realism, and then the that end of the spectrum of Batman's rogue gallery. I think you can make it work though. Maybe, maybe, maybe Matt Reeves is the director again, but I don't think he'll, I don't think he'll go down there. He probably won't go down there. I don't though. see it either. But you know, maybe, who, maybe but well, it was, was a decent movie. Yeah, who, who, I, who, 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 who
Could he put it in there, Don? I mean, like, you know, calendar, man. I don't want to waste it on damn calendar, man. <laughs> I mean, if we're thinking gritty realism here. He must was, uh, was it Z- Z- Zaz? Zaz, yeah, Zaz. I, Even though I think there was a, a teaser that he was in the movie. Yeah. I think that was a guy talked to him in, in yeah, the church. The fu- yeah, it, during the funeral. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, you, you can. There are Deathstroke, some, maybe? There, there are plenty of people that they could introduce that keeps with the gritty realism. But the, the four, the four most supernatural elements, you can't be realistic and then have those as well. Yeah. You can't have it both ways. I think if I can pull off a Deathstroke. Yeah, yeah, Deathstroke, sure. Deathstroke coming in, coming in. Uh, uh, mercenary assassin. Yeah, they can definitely pull that off. Okay. Well, then do Deathstroke then. I'd like to see that. I don't want to see you do no Bane. I just, I just don't. I mean, I can see a Bane, but just, you know, a better version of Bane than the Dark Knight Return. You do the voice. You do the voice so good. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Batman, now you can die. <laughs> so fucking silly. Batman, now you have my permission to die. <laughs> what was the line he said that's so famous? He's like, oh, you, you are afraid of the dark. I was born in it. Something like that. He <laughs> said, you were introduced to the dark. I was born in it. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? What does that mean, babe? No, no the shadows. Yeah, talking to me. <laughs> talking about Raja Goose Girl. Yeah, they don't even want to talk about that. But, you know, so what, would you recommend to a, a person who's new to the Batman to watch it? Would I recommend? Yeah. No, no, it's too long. I don't think they. That's the biggest complaint I've seen on like the Twitterverse and reviews of, of like the ordinary moviegoer. Right. Just there's just too long. I think now with taking advantage, we taking taking consideration, Avengers was three hours over three hours long. Right, and but I it think, was a captivating three hours. Right. Whereas the Batman was is much more of a slow <coughs> burn. So slow you're burn. You're not invested in it, yeah. But I think that because the fact that you're talking about like over ten films, yeah, leading up to this point with Avengers Endgame. And not say Batman has to get to 10 films, but, you know, you want to get that, you want to have that, I guess, like, that, that, that progression of, like, when it comes to the end, it's going to be the end. And it's going to be a three, right, three, three hour movie. Riddler, that was, that would have been good enough for them to end it. Yeah. But then they had to have this huge, big set piece because it's an action movie, so you got to have a huge set piece that kind of, I don't want to say it destroys the vibe, but it definitely doesn't fit the vibe that they had with the whole movie. No, it doesn't. Cause it was like, it's kind of like, what, what, what are y'all doing? Like, like I'm just, it was, it was a, and now that set piece was, was, I liked it. It was, it was dope, but it was like, yeah, it just, it didn't fit the rest of the movie. It's like you're kind of fitting a, a, a circle in a square or a square into a circle. It was kind of like force. So, but we think about the, the, the Joker. Cause that, after the play, the Joker was the guy that was some, I forgot his name and he was in, uh, the terms. I mean, it didn't really do much with him. They just had him laugh. Yeah, he talked a little. He talked some shit yeah. to Batman and everything. He said a, he said a said a thing and he laughed. So I mean, they didn't really do much with him. Maybe they'll have him in another movie. I don't want to see Joker no more. I, me neither. I mean, and they, <laughs> they they always do Joker. Yeah, I mean, Joker's a favorite. Now, I I just wish that I really do wish that we got a a Zack Snyder verse without Zack Snyder. Batman and Joker. Then you don't want the Zack Snyder verse because it doesn't. Work I just want. I just. Snyder. I don't want Zack Snyder to touch anything. <laughs> I don't even look at the script. I just want. To, I just want Ben Affleck and Jared Leto, those characters they have with, with Batman and Joker, to do something. I don't care. If th- I don't care if it's. No, I do care. 
I want to do something like a movie or something with those two because it's like that was so like uh what's the word a letdown it's such a, such a big letdown because I mean well maybe not Jared Leto just because of the requirements to have him in a movie is stupid what's the requirement because he's a method actor oh okay. so yeah the requirements to have him in a movie gets dumb so maybe not Jared Leto <laughs> Yeah, uh, somebody came up. Was it a Mad Milskin? He said, "Hey, he said he came out of a day." Yeah, and Mad said, Nicholson. Yeah, he said he came out of a day and said how uh, stupid method at the next. He's like, "You're gonna just walk around like that all day long? Like, right. <laughs> what are you gonna do for the next year or two? Like, do you get a next role? Yeah, just fucking act." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, but I, yeah, I can understand you having those characters in a movie, but just not have Zack Snyder be anywhere part of it. <laughs> no, because but uh, yeah, so the, the Batman happened. It was it was an okay movie. Yeah, and he Zach, I think not Zach Matt Reeves signed on for like what three movies. Yeah, so well it'll be consistent unless there's some drastic change. I mean, at this point, WB <coughs> is just kind of letting directors do whatever they want because they don't really have a plan anymore. Nah, it's like it's like whatever you want to do within the world. So, but I, can we get a Robin? Can we get Nightwing? Can we get somebody out of Batman family? Somebody something? No, you get Batman. You. Fucking be happy about that. Well, he did. Well, he finished filming um, Batgirl. Batgirl, yeah. And I don't. I think. I think Nightwing's in that. Yeah, we'll find out. Eh, you know. I'm not super looking forward to it. I don't know how it fits in anything because it don't yeah, fit. It doesn't fit in anything. It's, it's just not solo, in movies fit in anything. It's a solo film. Just a, just a, just because we got money to blow. Yeah, they got to do some of these characters. And what else we saw? We saw uh, we watched Peacemaker. Yep, Peacemaker. So that's the other thing from DC that was actually good. I mean, granted. James Gunn yeah. wrote and directed most of those, so I would expect them to be good. Right. <laughs> Point blank, full stop, that's it. Right. He need to go ahead and take over if if he wanted to, or they offered him enough money and control and he had a, and he had a vision. Go ahead and offer that man a job to put the, to do something with DC. I mean, they're giving him another season of Peacemaker and he said he's gonna write and direct every episode this time, so I think it's, and there's gonna be some spinoffs. I think maybe a spinoff out of that. Yeah, I think I think there there's plans for a couple of spinoffs. So because it was just so insanely popular. Yeah, it was crazy. And John Cena, that that that, that he I want to say he was born for that role, but he but fits he so well. It. He owned. He that fits. Role. He fits so well for that role. And honestly, I would have never imagined it based off of the fact that in that Suicide Squad movie, he just not was he was just not the strongest character. <laughs> no. He was not the strongest character in that movie, but my my god, he owned that role. Yeah, and, and you can definitely tell they were having fun in the space. Yeah, that that, that that small group right there, it definitely showed. It was just really well acted. They let them kind of have like a lot of free range, and it, it was it was dope to see. Now, and he's he's come a long way as an actor too, because uh, I have a confession to make. Sorry, I watched uh, Fast Nine. Wide open. <laughs> and I, I don't know why I watched it. And you know, one thing I will say, John Cena, he has he has some chops when it comes to acting. It whether it be a good guy or a bad guy, he's more of a well-rounded actor than I give him credit for. I mean, well, that comes from being a part of WrestleMania. That's all acting. Yeah, but just just in that space of him at, at, in the movies, yeah, I mean, it's I mean, like being a part of WrestleMania is. Being an actor, it's, yeah. oh, you create a character, you create an identity, you create a persona, and you act in, in front of an audience. So yeah. yeah, I mean, I would expect that's why so many of the wrestlers become actors. You know, the Hulk Hogan, the Dave Batistas, yeah, Rock, the Rocks, Rocks, and every damn thing. 
So his role in that movie probably was just stupid, just because it's like you at the after nine films you got a secret brother. Yeah. So it doesn't really make sense when you pitch it, but I, I enjoy seeing him on screen when he was acting. But the Fast Nine, that re- the rest of that shit was just trash. Yeah, like let's that. move on. <laughs> sorry, sorry. What else we saw? Uh, watched Hawkeye. Yep, and that was really good. See, Hawkeye was better than I had imagined it to be because in the movies, Hawkeye doesn't get a lot of play. No, so they they definitely have given Black Widow more screen time than Hawkeye. So I wasn't sure where they were going to go with this, but yeah, it was actually very entertaining. It was very much so from the first episode to the last one. And they had so many different like little nuances. Yeah. And um, then they, they introduced the Netflix Wilson Fisk, Vincent D'Onofrio into the universe. And I loved his Wilson Fisk and they brought him in there. So hooray. Yeah. That was a big, big surprise. Cause it was like when he was talking about like the big guy, he referred to him as the big, yeah, the big guy or the big guy. And it was like, yeah, I'm thinking in my head, like, they're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. They should do it, but they're not going to do it. And they show it on the phone. It's like, oh, my God. They did exactly. it. So, yeah, I was happy to see that. And then also, too, the chemistry between Kate Bishop. Yeah. And not, not even that. Between. um. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. The, the other widow. Yeah, the other. Uh, Natasha's sister. Yeah, Natasha's sister. I can't remember what her name yeah, is. Yeah, I can't remember what her name is either. But that, that their chemistry. Was, oh, yeah. That's what really, really, really like, made me. That's like one of the more entertaining moments of the series. Yeah, they were like the perfect comedy duo. Yes, absolutely. And I was like, God dang, this worked so well. I just, I was just smiling every time they were on screen because they, they, their back and forth was just was yeah, everything. They, they were like just the perfect comedy duo. Yeah, and it, and it did, it did actually hawk out some justice. Like if he was, if he's going to be sent away in a sense, or his character, his his contract was up, that was it. That was that was a, that was yeah, a perfect send off. Yeah, this yeah. Great send off of his character. Yeah, and we got two episodes in the Moon Knight and Oscar Isaac. Woo! Yeah, yeah, he that, doing it. Tell you that that man is a tour de force with the acting. Yes, and the way he played his character, this broken character who with multiple personalities. Beautiful. Yeah, he's doing it. And watching the second episode, I know this is probably not him. It's probably more so CGI. But the way he be moving in that, in the, he's Moon Knight in that suit and everything that yeah. he. It, that's tough. Yeah, whatever stunt man they got doing that. <laughs> Kudos to you, sir. Right, you made you made Oscar Isaac look real good. But yeah, I like the story. It was where, you know, and it's it's definitely going into another world of you know what the Marvel universe has to offer. Right. So, I, it's, to me, I look at it like it's Marvel is getting ahead of getting ahead of Black Adam before it comes out. Like I know that they they're not sending both they're not sending Egypt both they're not sending Egypt in a sense. Yeah, I mean, but I think it's like kind of, I think I think that's their answer to that. And I think I, I I don't agree with that because of the fact that Marvel has been very meticulous about mapping out a plan. Mm-hmm. Whereas you know WB is kind of throwing <laughs> stuff at the wall. Rock's really popular. We can get him to be Black Adam. Let's do Black Adam. Whereas Marvel is like okay, we they have a. Specific trajectory about the way they introduce and what characters they introduce. Yeah, because not. So I, don't, I wouldn't say that they you doing it to get ahead of Black Adam and ahead of you know bringing in Egyptian gods, but because of the fact that they have a plan in DC, not so much. Yeah, well, that's we agree disagree. That's fine. But yeah, overall, so it's a good show, and I think Marvel has a, a really good, they have a good way of introducing characters you don't you don't know too much about. Right. I've seen well, Moon Knight I mean, here. I got and plenty of Moon Knight comic books. I don't know <laughs> enough about them. <laughs> I I I've read a couple, but I don't know enough about him. I see him; he's been in a few cartoons and and been in a few video games here and there. I think he's an awesome character to bring into the fold as as like a as like a heavy hitter, right? 
because of course you, you you know you don't have Iron Man, you don't have Cap, you, you no Black I Widow. Mean, you do have Cap. You, oh, my bad. We got we got no we, we got Chris we got not Chris Evans. See, Rogers right, Captain yeah, America. Yeah, we do got Cap. We we got we got we got <laughs> Black Captain America now. So yeah, but I, I do like the fact that they're using these Disney Plus. You know, TV shows that is a jump off point to introduce a bunch of new characters into the the Marvel universe. Yeah, and then how they gonna get into how they gonna introduce them to the films is gonna be exciting to see that too. And then also too, what's the, what what's this leading up to? Right, because they said they're not gonna do it like another. They're supposedly not gonna do another Avengers movie. Well, yeah, it's not in the traditional sense. Okay, and having the the big group team up. Okay, so that's that's gonna be overdone with because the only one you got love is what Thor. Captain America. Yeah, so I mean, I'm pretty sure that they're gonna have you know some you know smaller team up because now each of the movies has a bit of a team up, like you know Spider Man. That that was a team up movie with just three Spider Man, and Doctor (coughs) Strange is a team up movie with him and Scarlet Witch. So they they're not gonna do like the big Avengers type movie, but they have smaller team up movies. Right, because then we got Thor coming out this year. Yeah, and he's gonna be in the Guardians of Galaxy. Yeah, and then they're bringing in female Thor. Yeah, Lady Thor. Lady Thor. So, they, they got some characters. They yeah. definitely got plenty of characters, so it's going to be interesting to see how they how they do all this. And then, you know, of course, you've got Vision still out there somewhere. Right. Scarlet Witch is out there, too, so we'll see. We'll see. Science stuff coming from Marvel, because uh, they showed the trailer for, what was that, Miss Marvel. Yeah. So, can't wait to see that it comes out. I think it comes out in June. Yeah, I believe June. Yeah, because like, Marvel has a good way of, like, kind of, like, and I, like, I really do appreciate this. They're giving us a series, maybe like too much for another movie to come out. The hold us over from something. Yeah, because she's going to be in the mm-hmm. Captain Marvel sequel. Yeah, that'll come out next year, though. Yeah, but I mean, but you know, she's going to be in it. So yeah. the fact that they are doing this series to introduce us, get us familiar with the character before they throw her in. The same way they threw in, uh, what was her name in uh, WandaVision? Was that Spectre? Yeah, no. I believe that's her. Super no, I mean, well, it's. You know, I think that might be a superhero name, but it's Maria Rambo. I know her last name's Rambo. I can't remember her first name, but yeah, okay. you know, her that character. How they you know introduce and her? She got beef with Miss Marvel, so old Captain Marvel, I should say. Right. So we're gonna see how that all plays out. We'll touch on this a little bit. So we'll be talking about movies. You know, DC switched around their their timeline of movies. They put some back, like Flash not come out. So this will, will come out this year, not next year. Black Adam got pushed back to the end of the year, and, and so did uh. Aquaman got pushed back to next year too. Yeah. So then we get the Shazam movie and Black Adam. Any of those four you're looking forward to? I don't think we've even got a full trip of Black Adam yet, though, have we? No. Just we a got teaser. a teaser. Yeah, okay. just a teaser. Honestly, no. <laughs> <laughs> that that's the long and the short of it. No. <laughs> Not really looking forward to any of it. Yeah, no. <laughs> I really didn't like Shazam that much. It's a, it's a couple scenes here and there that I like of of uh, Zach, Zachary Lee, Levi. Levi. Yeah, Levi. I, I thought he he was definitely having fun with the role. There was some fun to be had. It was yeah. just okay. Not like I'm clamoring for a sequel. I really wasn't. No, not. and uh, definitely not clamoring for a sequel to Aquaman. I mean, Aquaman's alright. Aquaman's not it's not as bad as you make it seem. Man, that final third act <coughs> was terrible. And the fact that they didn't know how to transition from dialogue, so they just have an explosion blow up behind Aquaman and say, look, we done talking. Look, if it's in the budget, you only use it. <laughs> so um, yeah, not 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 super looking forward to a sequel. 
I just, I'm, I don't think I probably want to see this as a flash to see what it does. I mean, because you could. I mean, I can't stand Ezra Miller's flash. You don't like the way he runs. That's I all do it not. Is. It's That's fucking all. stupid. And they, and they try to make him the common relief. Like they want him to be the Peter Parker version of DC. Because because I mean Barry Allen typically is the comic relief in the Flash comics. Yeah, but and in the Justice League proper, especially if you watch you know Justice League Unlimited. But he just he's he doesn't hit it for me. He says he has not hit it for me in the entire time. His entire time is Flash. So, oh well, the Flash CW series got renewed for his ninth season. Woo-hoo. I don't know where they're going with this. Don't know where they're going with it. Every other show is getting is getting canned. Yeah, how many other species they plan on reintroducing that? Because they that's make all it, they, they, that's make all it, they, they do. They making up their own species to go along. <laughs> that's, I, all I think, hell, that's all the hell they do. I think there's a rumor. Uh, it was, it was a arc I read the other day about possibly making Iris West the next villain. I'm like, y'all running out of ideas at this point. Yeah, seriously. So. And, and nine seasons at <laughs> damn near like twenty episodes a season. What more? <laughs> what story can you tell? <laughs> that's a lot of goddamn episodes. <laughs> what story can you tell? Man, keep getting that check, though. Keep getting that check. Right. Grant Gustin, right. do you, buddy. <laughs> do you, boo-boo. Do you. So, you know, switching from movies and, and the Marvel shows, recently we've had season three. Thank God Atlanta came back on. Finally. <laughs> Finally back. Love me, love me too long. I'm there. telling you. Donald Glover. So, got Atlanta back. Got a new show called Abbott Elementary. Uh, what's her, what is her name? Can you look up her name real quick? Uh, the, the lady who created it, the mm-hmm. actress, the lead actress in that. I know it's Quinn something. Quinn, Quinn yeah, Quinta. Quinta. Quinta Brunson, I think. Yeah, Quinta Brunson. Yeah, Quinta Brunson, who was uh, on a Black Lady Sketch show, did not return for season two. And I watched Wonder Why What Happened. I didn't look into it, but <coughs> she created Abbott Elementary, yeah. which is a Fucking hit. Yeah, oh, it, it, it's a love letter to teachers. Yes. It's definitely a love letter to teachers, and it is a great damn show. Right. It's, it, has, it has everything you need, and the principal was funny as hell. Janitor, the substitute teacher. Yeah, just the whole <laughs> cast, the, the, the dynamic of the cast, and just the situations, just wonderfully well written and acted. It is definitely... Uh, a hit show. It has the makings of a very hit show and it has already been renewed for a second season. Yeah. Thank goodness. Cause you know, when, when shows get put on like certain networks, I'm always like kind of like iffy. I'm like, this ain't going to Yeah. Be this. Yeah. Real apprehensive it, about it. Even if it's like a good show, it's like, is it going to get a second season? They haven't said nothing about it. Like, will it? And apparently she did this. She did an interview not too long ago and she said she really didn't have to fight that much or at all with ABC. They came to her. They gave her the budget to make a really good show. And a lot of, and a lot of times, you hear actors or actresses say that when they when they try to create a show, they don't get they don't get the budget, they don't get the support that they yeah, need especially for the networks. It's, it's new and <clears throat> not, not a proven entity, right? So they said that she got then she wanted and she was kind of you know, taken back by it, but they gave her you know and then she needed to make the make the show very successful and it is yeah and it's had some of the highest ratings in recent years for a television show yeah so it's definitely. Definitely a good, a definitely <coughs> good show. I mean, you know, Atlanta is just always good because Atlanta has been good consecutively, season to season. Yeah, and then we'll, and then we'll talk about we we'll talk about Atlanta real quick. It's been on four episodes now, and the first two they show were crazy as hell. Oh yeah, especially the first episode with the three three yeah, slaps. Three slaps. <laughs> <laughs> that damn episode. 
So that that was an interesting episode because it was based on uh, real events. Yeah. Like in the beginning of the show, they show uh, two guys talking on Lake Lanier. Is that his, his name of the lake? I think that might be it. Yeah, Lake Lanier. And apparently, well, not apparently, but this is a, it's a true story that of the community that got destroyed to to dam up the area. Right. And it was a black community. Right. So that that happens in the history in, Amer- in American history. Read up on it mm-hmm. um, quite often. Yeah. And it was like they would tell like a little ghost story, and then they show like the the ghost coming about the well, I guess yeah, the ghost coming out of the lake and grabbing the black man, drowning him, and everything. It was like what the hell's going on? Then they show a scene with his boy act up in school. His mother, and grandfather come to pick him up <coughs> to make him dance. <laughs> we don't need to go into the entirety of the details. Oh, I thought we were so. okay. <laughs> so, but it was just a really good episode, and when, especially when they take. Real life stories and then implement them into the show. Yeah, and, and make add, it funny. Yeah, add that comedic twist to it. So it's it's definitely more of that that same Atlanta and you know veering into more of the weird, but very entertaining. Yeah, I can't wait to see how that season unfolds. And then of course we get into I think the fourth season this year, right? Yeah, it's already been filmed and ready to go, and okay. it's going to be the fourth and final season of Atlanta. Which I do appreciate a show like that. Right out while you're on top. Yeah, you know, and you know, being no more than four or five seasons to when you drag it going tight to seven, eight, and nine, it's like, and why? you don't have a story to tell. Yeah, you, it's like, why? What was? Where's it going? Because um, what, what recently ended? Insecure ended back in it was the end of the year. I think so. It was like maybe like December. Yeah, it probably ended. But that was like their fifth and final season, and it, and, it, and it just it brought everything together. I mm-hmm. couldn't see necessarily that. Story going any further with those right. characters. Now they did, if they came back and did, say like a movie they did, like they did Sex in the City. Right. That'd be something different. But they wrapped everything up. And I think the same way Atlanta's doing is going to wrap everything up and then yeah. move forward. So, and what else we got? We got um, American Auto, which is a comedy from one of our show, favorite shows, uh, Superstore. Super yeah. So, they, that's funny with it. That's so, so yeah, funny and well it's, written. It's still carrying that, that same level of comedy that Superstore had. Mm. And, and a lot of the, the jokes and the sight gags that you need to be paying attention to the show so that you catch. Yeah. Yeah. I like that show a lot. I, I just, I happened to come across it. I'm like, what is this? And then. Yeah. And then you told me about it and I checked it out and I was like, oh yeah, this shit's funny. Been hit, shit's we've been like running with it ever since. And we, I recommend, you know, check that out if you like, especially if you like Superstore a lot. Yeah, definitely. And then we have Bel Air. Yeah, the reboot of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Did nobody ask for it? Well, I guess somebody asked for it. It it came about because the person, <coughs> you know, who the showrunner, he made a trailer on YouTube for a gritty reboot of Fresh Prince. Will Smith saw it and said, "You know what? I'm gonna give you some money to make that show." Wait a minute. So I know that. Yeah, I, I know. I knew was. I knew was a this guy created this like just trailer for a gritty reboot. Reboot, but yes, he's the showrunner of the show. I believe so. Yeah. Wow. Okay, that's crazy. Sometimes I don't get a job. Like, goddamn. <laughs> so yeah, he made a, he made this gritty reboot and put that on YouTube. Will Smith saw it, was like, "Yo, let's just get this man money to make this show." That's just what happened. And now we have this very high budget goddamn soap opera. I hate you for forcing <laughs> me to watch this so that we can discuss it. It's 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 not all that bad. I, uh, however, lie. however. It does go over the top with certain things, and I think a lot. Well, well, the, the reviews that I have, well, I don't say reviews, but the complaints that I have read, people will say, is that in the '90s it was a comedy, and it had a lot of positivity projected in the comedy. A successful black family, a loving black family, and now you have 
this successful black family that has a whole bunch of problems within itself. Yeah. A modern day problem. Like Carlton has a drug problem. Yeah, it's uh, super flawed black family. Yeah, and then Ashley is, I guess, bisexual or bi. Well, and I, I would not say that's a problem, but they're exploring her sexual identity in the show, which is not a bad thing. But I think it just kind of takes some people back because, like, that's not the Ashley that I remember. Like, why would they make her that? Right, because the thing about it is, is that it's being pitched for the nostalgia, but it's not for us, mm-hmm. which makes no sense because you're pitching it for the nostalgia, but it's definitely not for that crowd that is in the age group where the nostalgia works on. Right. And the situations are so over the top that it's it gears towards farcical melodrama. <laughs> <laughs> What's like, that word again? Farcical melodrama. <laughs> farcical. I don't put it right here. Put it right. Farcical. Farcical melodrama. What's farcical mean? Because that's an S-T word I didn't, I didn't learn. <laughs> it means it's sort of super fake comedy. Okay, like, okay. Like, it's a farce. So, it, it You leads, just said that. But it's not. It's it's farcical, and it's melodramatic. <laughs> that's the, the situations are so over the top, that's where it is. Like, from the very first episode, from the beginning of it to the end, it's just, they keep adding on to the damn melodrama. It, to the point where it's like, okay, I don't know why I will feel excited about this show. So the thing that made Fresh Prince in the 90s work so well was because it was a comedy. So when the dr- the drama happened, it hit so much harder because you're so used to laughing when you watch the show. And also the fact that the people could act. I'm sorry. These motherfuckers can't act. <laughs> I, I, I don't have a problem with the acting. I think what, what it, everybody has some kind of... I think because the show is one is an hour, almost hour long. <sighs> Everybody's getting shine, which I don't have a problem with, like the character wise, because it definitely is exploring, you know, more so of like Uncle Phil. He, well, he was a judge in the show. Is he? He's a, he's going to run for just attorney, district attorney in this uh, show here. You're just throwing off Viv being an artist, and I don't remember her really being an artist like that. Well, yeah, I mean, well, at least it, in well, the first well, season, she was like a dancer. She yeah. had some artistic abilities going on that yeah. she showcased. And then you got. Hillary, who is like the new age, who fits into the, 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 the new, the, this world better. The stereotypical version of teen, you know, teens in this, teen influences in, in this, in right. our universe. Caught in his own, it's like the bone drugs and he has suffered from anxiety. And then Will is your typical, I guess, normal kid, hip hop kid, whatever. And yeah, I mean, want to be hard. Right. Get some trouble. And got one little fight, my mom got scared and got I'm, I'm mad that they even had that nod in the first episode. I was so pissed off. I was so pissed off. I'm like, you didn't deserve that. You didn't earn it. So and then you got you, you meet Jazz and you meet who's not trash as Jazz wasn't in the, in the first uh, first prints. Right. Yeah. As that soul comic relief. Right. And then you got Jeffrey, who is I think a, a, a assassin for the mob. <laughs> right. Might as well be the way he talked the whole damn thing. <laughs> Like, Jay, Jay, not Jazz, Jeffrey to kill a few people. We got some bodies. Like, I will say straight up, I did not enjoy Bel Air. From the acting to the soundtrack, it wasn't for me. I don't know who it's for, but it ain't for me. And it's so over the damn top that it's, it is the worst version of gritty reboot that I've ever seen. Well, like you said, it's, it's, you know, it's, it is a mellow, melodrama. And it's, if they didn't say nigger on there, they that show would be on CW. Oh yeah, it definitely. I mean, at least as far as the plot and the acting goes, it's CW quality. Yeah, good. so it just with a much bigger budget than any CW show would ever get. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, 
But I would, I would, I would recommend that you all watch these shows and then give us your opinion about them. You know, do you, do you like Atlanta? Is that kind of humor for you? What do you think, what do you think about Abbott Elementary? America, you like, do you like those kind of shows like America Auto? Do you think they share more black All people? of those, with the exception of Bel Air. <laughs> <laughs> Don't waste your goddamn time. So, uh, well, I, I, what was show? I mean, I watched Halo. I watched the first episode. I'm not going back to probably watch the second episode. I watched the second episode. I'm not going back to watch the third. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're there. You know, I'm not, we're, I, we're in agreement about that one. All right, I didn't, uh, grow, you know, I'm going to say we, we were, we were, we were pretty much out of high school when Halo came out anyway. So, I mean, I have fond memories of land parties with Halo. I mean, in the story, at least for the first two games was very good. The story for this TV series is not. I, I just, I'm not a fan of Halo, the video game like and that. So, with the amount of money that Microsoft has at its disposal, you would think that they would just have better everything in this damn show. The set pieces and costumes are amazing, except for the the, the Captain uh, to command the chief suit. That's just blocky, looks un- uncomfortable. Yeah, and the Covenant at certain points in the first episode looked like they had no money when they made them. <laughs> Like he looked too good. Dollar back a little bit. Right, dollar say, back a whole lot. We got, we got custom. We got, uh, you know, we got to pay somebody else. So, I mean, HBO Max has like, was it Doom Patrol and Teen Titans yeah. and all that? I mean, I, yeah, they're not too good. But um, this is what we like. This is what's going on right now, and this is what we enjoy to watch. So, so yeah, check out all the TV shows and movies that we have talked about, except for Bel <laughs> And that's the show. So let us know what you think about the movies we watch and the shows and, you know, give us your opinions as well. We, we do talk back. Talk to him. And we will correspond with you. So as always, you can check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. So thanks for watching. Make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe to the page if you haven't done so already. Peace out. Peace.